The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse 95. Besides battling with COVID-19, we're also battling with climate change. That's another issue that's on the horizon and that we cannot take lightly at all. Climate change, it could force 216 million people around the world to move within their countries by the year of 2050. That's with uh, with hot spots of international climate migration emerging as early as 2030, according to the World Bank. Now, the climate change-induced migration, it could hit the poorest countries the hardest, unless urgent action is taken to reduce global emissions. By the year 2050, there could be as many as 86 million internal climate migrants in sub-Saharan Africa, or that's about 4.2% of the total projected population, 49 million in East Asia and the Pacific, 40 million in South Asia, 19 million in North Africa, 17 million in Latin America, and 5 million in Eastern Europe and Central Asia, according to the lender's uh, updated Groundswell report that was released actually yesterday. So they're saying that the report is a stark reminder of the human toll of climate change, particularly on the world's poorest countries, those who are contributing the least to its causes. It also clearly lays out a path for countries to address some of the key factors that are causing climate-driven migration. This is according to the Vice President of Sustainable Development at the World Bank. And he did say that all these um, issues are fundamentally connected, which is why our support to countries is is positioned to deliver on climate and development objectives together, while also building a more sustainable, safe and resilient future. Indeed. And uh, if you think about it, we're seeing a lot more climate disasters right now than ever. Yes. And they're happening more and more often. And they're also happening at the same time. And when we talk about that, we're talking about you got fires, you got hurricanes, you got floods, heat waves, and they're happening in different regions from the world simultaneously. And Mm -hmm. scientists say that this is climate change in action. And they're also saying that uh, climate change has helped drive a five-fold increase in the number of weather-related disasters in the last 50 years. The disasters are also getting more severe this time around. And we're also seeing weather records being broken thanks to climate change turning previously impossible occurrences into regular occurrences. And as a result, a lot of people have this sense of dread deep down. Okay, we got ourselves into a hopeless situation. It's a a feeling of hopelessness when you look at this many disasters, especially if they've impacted you directly. And there's also a sense of what can we do about it and can we do something about it so there's a sense of anxiety and dread surrounding it and uh a lot of hope and wishes that somehow world governments try to steer the course and do something radical to try and stop this from going the way it is because scientists say it's not going to a good place right Mm -hmm. now no, many scientists are saying the world is aslan 
Aslan. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yes. No longer <laughs> is no longer on track on the uh, world's uh, or the worst case scenario for emissions. But just even under a more moderate scenario, they're saying that many impacts are now occurring faster than previously expected, including the extremes we are already experiencing right now, as well as uh, potential implications for migration and displacement. But while um, climate change's influence on migration is not new, it is often part of a combination of factors pushing people to move and, and act as a threat multiplier, let's just say. People affected by complex and inequality, they're also more vulnerable to the impacts of climate change as they have limited means to adapt to it, really. And uh, we've also heard from, from other people from the World Bank. They're saying globally we know that three out of four people that move stay within countries. But the report also warns that migration hotspots could appear within the next decade, as soon as the next decade, and it will intensify by the year of 2050. So planning is needed both in the areas where people will move to and in the areas they leave to help those who remain. And among the, uh, the, the actions recommended, we're actually achieving the net zero emissions by mid-century to have a chance at limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius and investing in development that is green, resilient, inclusive, in line with, obviously, the Paris Agreement. So it's very important to, to stay on track with that. You know, here in Sharjah, in, in particular Sharjah, we're actually on track when it comes to that. Yeah, we've got our very own BIA as well. And uh, the UAE is also... Sustainability. It's all about sustainability All about us. sustainability, yeah. green energy development. We're advocating that big time here Absolutely. in Sharjah. Yeah. Here in Sharjah, it's it's definitely a big part as well. And it's it's the fact that the United Arab Emirates also, when it's being represented on a global stage, is always calling for efforts to tackle climate change as a priority issue. And uh, we're also gearing up for the COP26. So that's going to be the UN Climate Conference in Glasgow. It's going to take place in November, where leaders from 196 countries will meet up for this major conference. And of course, the United Arab Emirates will be participating. It's going to be a crucial event to determine if climate change can be brought under control in the foreseeable future. Uh, some actions will need to be agreed upon, radical actions, in fact, uh, including, for instance, ending the use of coal, doing something to stop deforestation, laying out the groundwork to switch to electric vehicles and further investments in renewable energy and infrastructure to help accelerate that change as well. So that's going to be a big talker for us at the Majlis and uh, we'll be covering the stories and discussions as they unfold ahead of time. Stay tuned to Pulse 95. We've got a lot to get to this morning. Up next, we're going to be talking about the state of oil. But before that, let's listen to Camila Cabillo's Liar. <laughs> 